What's up, YouTube? Nights. Welcome to the Gov Price Top 10 for the week ending uh, December 4th. Wow. Almost yeah. time for Christmas, man. So uh, it, you can officially play Mariah Carey now. It's December. Uh, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> let's get right into it, boys and girls. Let's, uh, let's, see. let's say the word while you guys are congregating. Party people, JB, see what's good to the people. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the top 10. This is a good list. It's actually 11 because we have the runners up, but you know, it's gonna be a good one. Hang out. I think thumbs so. up too. Miss Milady of the Long Box, say what's good, everybody. This is a good list. I agree 100 percent There's a couple on here that I'm like itching to go buy after seeing kind of where the market's at. So if any of you out there are like, I want to buy on the dip. We have some good stuff for There's you There's a couple of them in here. Buy on the dip. I like that. You got to make shirts buying the dip. Buy but anyway, this show's brought to our friends over at coverprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. And this year, top 10 list and the shakers list we do every Thursday. Uh, sign up for a um, seek, uh, what a two week free trial or for the low price of, you know what it is, well, a McRib on, man. For, for a subscription. 
Also, our good friends at Bird City Comics. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off anything in the Bird City Comics store. Um, Laura, I don't... Uh, can I... We'll talk about Thursday, right? You oh, guys have a drop tease. Friday? Another. You know, little <laughs> teaser here, but assuming Disney approves something, we'll be dropping something on Friday. All righty. So <laughs> you got to tune in Thursday and Laura's will be here yeah. as well. So, uh, wow. There you go. So, uh, wow. That's, I'm, uh, now nah, I want to know. Now I'm you're like, speechless. Yeah. You got them all lost for words. I Tito's know. I know. Lost for words? Yeah. What? All right. Yeah. <laughs> This show is, uh, this is a uh, cover price top tap of the weekend on December 4th. Uh, so we look at the most uh, books moved as well as a percentage jump and, you know, all that stuff that's calculated in these uh, mad minds over at coverprice.com and their algorithms that they pick up. So let's kick things off. As always, there's one that doesn't quite crack the top 10. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> um, doesn't quite crack the top 10. What do we have for this week's runner up? Runner-up, we have Star Wars number one from 1977. While sales for a 9.8 are about 3,000 below where they were in March of 2022, collectors have used the market dip to pick up mega key books like Star Wars number one. With Disney releasing Andor to great success and numerous projects on the horizons, fans thought it was time to pick up a key issue that helped start it all. We tracked 18 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 188%, with a high sale of $4,550 for a CGC 9.8 and a raw, very fine fair market value of 204 And that is quite a dip. Back in April of this very year, one sold for $9,600. So that's, I mean, that's showing something Huge there, right? Huge dip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, so I would probably say before The Mandalorian, maybe five, six years ago, this was yeah. an obtainable book. You know what I mean? 9.8 ran you, you know, I would, you know, correct maybe me if I'm wrong. Nine point, right around three grand, four grand in, in a oh. 9.8, you know, um, uh, back in the day. But, you know, with the first appearance is Luke and then the sec second issue with the first appearance of Obi-Wan or is it uh, Han Solo and whatever. Anyway, but, you know, with the Mandalorian, it all comic, all Star Wars comic books, you know, our friend Nemesis Prime is in the live chat and attested that. I meant all. I mean, people even not even without news, people are just like, you know what? Maybe the extended universe. Maybe they'll come. You never know. You know. Uh, you know. I always so many back. characters. You ever seen that that meme generator where it says like uh, your underwear and the last thing you ate is what your Star Wars name is? <laughs> no. It's a thing. Trust me. It's it's because you know how Star Wars names are so weird. And it's it's literally like the last thing you ate and the color of your underwear or something shit, something weird like that, man. Uh, maybe maybe you know. Trust me, Google it. It's a thing. It's worth the Google. All right, so that's the runner up this week. Star Wars number one, a nine point eight four four thousand five hundred fifty bones. Man. All right, what do we got for number ten, JB? All right, let's get to this list. At number ten, we've got Deadpool issue number one, the Ken Lashley, the Hall, notorious B.I.G. cover again. Now, typically, most exclusives over a thousand print one, you know, they sit for a little while during that initial buy-in. Yet this and that Eminem book breaks so many rules and buying habits that the market has long established. This cements the fact that these particular books cross multiple generations and types of collectors. Ready? We tracked 15 copies sold in the last seven days with a trend of up 122% and a high sale of 150 bucks for a raw copy. 
I don't know what the drama or criticism is or it's something about the hall because you know i try to accentuate the positives so i won't get into that but you know i've seen some people talking about it so but you know hey man the tourist big i have a feeling another rapper may appear on this list hmm you think? is that i believe that's called foreshadowing do i dare <laughs> say number 10 on the list is deadpool number one from a friend of the channel ken lashley from the hall notorious big variant raw dog 150 bones what do we got for number nine Number nine, we got Detective wow, that's Comics. That's unexpected. Number, I, you know, I thought that too. So we're on the same page. Detective Comics 639 from 1991. Most of these sales has been labeled as Sonic's first appearance, which is interesting. This issue does contain a promotional 16-page insert of, of Sonic. However, this insert should not be confused with a 20-page debut of the Speeding Hedgehog. Additionally, this promotional insert was released nearly two months after the debut of Sonic the Hedgehog number one, released alongside the Sega Genesis. Yet it does precede the ongoing Sonic series from Archie Comics. We tracked 10 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 195%, with a high sale of $18 for a raw copy. Yeah, this one I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit iffy on. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think this is a little false advertisements. What's going on? Someone yeah, found us found a very is... interesting way to uh, market their mm. overstock, and it's turned into uh, some significant sales. Yeah, this is you can't see me doing air quotes. Influencers pushing like, "Hey, look at this!" This you know, but everybody knows the true first. I mean, no, that's the whole point, TiVo. Not everybody does know the true first. Some people read it in an ad on eBay. And they buy it. They don't even do the research to even see if it's actually the true yeah. first. So that goes to like first appearance to first like cameo to first like uh picture and advertisement. I mean, there's um remember the whole slogan Sega. So uh take a <laughs> shot if you're playing at home. There's the uh, there's a do Netflix documentary uh about the video games that made us or some shit like that, right? And it showed how oh. Sega burst into the scene to try to take some of Nintendo's thing and they had this whole campaign about Sega all up in your face and everything. It was uh, very interesting, but uh, you know, Sega the Hedgehog, wow. Sonic the Hedgehog, what was like Sega the Hedgehog? All right, so. <laughs> Close enough. No, number nine on the list is Detective Comics number 639. You can get a raw dog for 18 bucks, so there you go. It's probably sitting in your LCS, you didn't even know it. All right, what do we got for number eight? All right, at number eight, we got one of my all-time favorites right here. Marvel Superhero Secret Wars issue number eight, originally published in 1984. Now, what more is there to say about this mini grail? The MCU has already confirmed they were going to release a movie based on Secret Wars. Additionally, they teased the alien symbiote in Spider-Man No Way Home. All the ingredients are there to make this an excellent speculation buy with tons of fuel behind it. We tracked 13 copies sold at a seven-day trend of up 148% with a high sale of $255 for a CGC 9.0 copy. I think this is this is one of the things that when I always say it should be, this is a book that everybody should have in their collection, right? You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, like, you know, you think about ASM 300 or, you know, cop, you know, you know, copper titles that, you know, 1984, you know, I mean, you know, it was, you know, relatively sitting there for a while until people really started saying symbiote and then Nolan, and that whole madness and everything. But um, yeah, so uh, Secret Wars, I mean, I've been watching some uh, YouTubers like uh, 
new rock stars and emergency awesome and they're talking about uh, secret wars and how big it's going to be um i know how big it's going to be and i know who's directing it but you know my lips are sealed Ooh. Ooh. russell brothers anyway number eight on, on my wall behind me so this makes me happy yeah, I'm a 9.8. So uh, Canadian Canadian variant, that's one to get to. Ooh. So as uh, someone in the live chat alluded to. So Marvel Superhero Secret Wars number eight coming in at number eight. Wow, look at that. That's uh, linear or synergy or some shit like that. Uh, eight and eight. All right, what do we have for number seven? Number seven, we have Spider-Man, The Lost Years, number one from 1995. Hallow's Eve has debuted and revealed her previous identity, Janine Godby, a.k.a. Elizabeth Tyne. While it has been a long time since we saw this character with any significant role, it is clear to see her transformations have made her a deadly threat in the dark web storyline. Who knows what the future holds for Hallow's Eve? In the meantime, we track 16 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 135%, with a high sale of $76 for a CGC 9.6 copy. See, this is what I like to call organic, right? This is not uh, that I know of that she's going to appear in a movie or anything. It's just, you know, a new character popping up now that they, you know, somebody from Marvel archives said, hey, let's bring this character back and let's do something with them. Um, but sometimes there's fire where there's smoke and, uh, you know, people know something at Sony and maybe they're developing it. But, you know. But, you know, it's good to see him. Perhaps it's just organic is what I'm saying. So when I say organic, that means it's not based off of spec from a comic book uh, or, or TV shows. Um, you know, could be influencers. Uh, I hate to use the I word or people who have content that are saying pushing this book. But we never know. I mean, but, you know, hey, we only tell you what the market dictates. We don't tell you how it got there. But Spider-Man, the lost years, man, I would have never. I don't know. So that no Spider-Man head on top looks like a remark it looks, to me. It totally looks like a remark. Yeah, it doesn't even look like it does not look like it should be on there. I wonder, I mean, I wonder if that's a remark, but it, it, it just seemed to be drawn in there. It's kind of weird, man. But anyway, number seven on the list Spider Man The Lost Years, number one coming in at number seven from 1995, 9.6, sold for $76. All right, we've got for number six. All right, at number six, we've got The Incredible Hulk issue 234, originally published in 1979. While many speculate about Quasar's appearance in Ant Man 3, the rumors about Quasar have existed long before this year. Way back in 2017, James Gunn tweeted a picture of a VCR with a prominent sticker on it that said Quasar. As some might remember, this was posted when Gunn was working on the Guardians of the Galaxy script. Is this speculation reaching or is it perhaps a subtle clue that we will see this character soon? Either way, we track 16 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 176% and a high sale of, ready, $535 for a CGC 9.8. Yeah, so <clears throat> is this Quasar, a gay Marvel boy, um, part of fast forward to like the Annihilation run or somewhere along those lines, right? Quasar was a prominent. So when I try to put two and two together and read the tea leaves i'm thinking okay gardens of the galaxy 3 looks like that iteration of that team is going to end right but yeah we could have a whole iteration of warlock quasar moon dragon and those characters you know there's been multiple iterations of the guardians of the galaxy team so i think it's 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 rife um i was a week old yesterday when I, how do I say that? You know, I was, when people say I was a day old, when I found this out, when uh, I didn't know there was a guardians of the galaxy game, 
<laughs> I was today that. years old, is how they say. I it. was today years old when I found I out it was a Guardians of the Galaxy game. So I was like watching all the cutscenes. I was like, man, this, this game looks fun. I don't know why they they pushed it because kind of been on this kick of watching um um like uh, Midnight Suns and all these other games, all the cinematic cutscenes and everything. Because you know, I I don't really play games. Uh, you know, maybe I will. Like last game I played really was God of War. Didn't finish it. I didn't finish Spider Man either. Last game I finished was uh, like the Batman Arkham series. Um, but you know back to what i was saying i you know i i don't think guardians of the galaxy is going away i think uh w especially with the introduction of warlock right i mean the, you know yeah. warlock and the infinity watch perhaps you know something along those lines but you know uh the current iteration uh could be gone um and um one of the saddest scenes in the trailer is seeing like a uh, um young groot a uh, little furry cute groot oh so sad oh <laughs> But anyway, yeah, watch the trailer, man. It's 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 a heartfelt uh, trailer. So halfway through there, boys and girls, let's hear from our sponsor, MySlabs. Tired of paying uh, 10, 15, 20% join the 1% revolution. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace by collectors for collectors. Yeah, when you go to MySlabs, tell them where you heard them from, tell them the Lord sent you. All right, so number six on the list, Incredible Hulk, number 234, the first appearance of Quasar, a.k.a. Marvel Boy, whatever, whatever, whatever. What's, what's funny is, like, it says on the cover marvel uh tv sensation because this is when the incredible Hulk, uh show was out uh you know 1979 so it's kind of funny um all right what do we got for number five i think we uh we uh foreshadowed this book earlier that's out of order isn't it oh oh uh she's she's muted <laughs> Oops, sorry. <laughs> I just told myself everything. All right, at the halfway mark, we have the amazing Spider-Man number one, the Salvador La Roca Hustle M&M Spotlight limited to 1,000. This came out this year, 2022. This cover is a nice black and white variant of the original book. Additionally, this variant is limited to the fifth of the original book's print run. Due to this variant being the more difficult one to obtain, we see slightly less movement than the full color print. However, that hasn't stopped these books from going for nearly 3.5 times the price of its original full-color cover. We tracked 20 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 178%, with a high sale of 808 for a raw copy. That's crazy. That bonkers. That's that bonkers. For a brand new modern variant, $800 raw. raw. That yeah. is nuts. Get the hell out of here with uh, that. I mean, limited to a thousand. So I guess so, maybe. I meant, you know, uh, and, and you know why I think this has more staying power than the uh, BIG book is because Eminem is a huge comic book fan. I meant, uh, he's talked about it, you know. I've, I, but um, apparently he doesn't know how to ship, which is like 
Comic Ooh. Books 101. You don't send somebody a book earlier. in the manila envelope. People that sell concert t-shirts don't know how to sell, <laughs> you know, <laughs> comic right. books. He's used to, his guys are packing hooded sweatshirts for sale, not exactly. comic books. Yeah. But well, as a collector, yeah. you know how you want your book shipped to you. You know how yeah. you want to receive a comic. So if he's ever received a comic, which I'm assuming he has as a collector, he knows that you have to at least put some padding into protection. I'm, I'm hearing horror stories about these books just showing up beat to hell. The yeah, make pretty, 9.8 yeah. even more rare, I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's somebody, you know, whoever that works for him is doing it, doesn't want anything. And hopefully M figures it out and be like, yo, what are you guys doing? You know? That's my best Eminem impersonations. Oh, I wish I could. Jeez, man. Number five on this amazing spider man number one, Salvador La Roca. Hustle. Ooh, roll the R's. La Roca. La Roca. Right. What do we got for number four? All right. Coming in at number four. I, I, yeah. What the hell is this? Right. Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal, issue number one. The Mike Diodato cover, originally published in 2021. Now, the news of an adaptation has made both the regular cover and this variant hot commodities. We tracked 19 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 197% with a high sale of 75 bucks for a CGC 9.8. For all you kids who don't know who Diodato is, look at just Google Diodato drawing Wonder Woman and Elektra. He he was a he was a badass artist. I don't know what he's doing now. Uh, I don't know if he's still working, but I mean, this is well, 2021. Duh, I'm stupid. I just answer my own question. But um, Marjorie Finnegan, the temporal criminal. Why not? Um, sure. I mean, hey, I'm I'm all about it, man. More and more uh, content for you know to for comic book content, you know, give it to me. Even hey, man, if you haven't guys, you guys haven't seen Warrior None, peep it out. Fucking awesome show, man. I'm totally digging it, man. And Wednesday, which is actually based on a Mark Millar comic. If you haven't, check out Bird City Comic Show from last week when they talked about the uh, all the uh comics and the history of uh that. When I was watching Wednesday, I was like Really, Luis Guzman as Gomez, but then when I watched the Bird City, uh, the near Nirvana show, he originally kind of looked like that kind of a short, frumpy dude, right? Right. He wasn't supposed to be this like incredibly handsome. It was his charm that won her over. Yeah, and it's weird because uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is just smoking hot, right? I oh mean, my god, you know, yeah, she's timeless. Yeah, I, I love one of the lines in in um, in uh, Wednesday where they go, "Oh my god, you're in black and white," <laughs> you know? It's like. It's it's so awesome, man. You guys got to peep it out. Man. Zorro movie. She was like stupid sexy. It was so hard to look at her in the Zorro movie. Oh, yeah. Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Incredible. Yeah. She has she has aged very well. Our, I yeah. mean, even if she had work done, she had a great doctor. Uh, but anyway, uh, same episode with Salma Hayek. Oh, good. Mercy. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So number four on the list, Marjorie Finnegan, the temporal criminal. Number one from 2021. What do we got for number three? Okay, here we go again. Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal Number One. This is the Andy Clark cover. Uh, Writers and Artisans Inc. from 2021. Whenever news breaks, we always see an upward trend in comic books. This is especially true for more obscure titles that may only be on some people's radars. However, these obscure storylines make some of the best media. An adaptation of this comic has a director, Ruben 
Fleischer already attached to the project, along with an unnamed screenwriter. While we wait and see what the future holds for Marjorie, her temporal crimes has landed her in the top 10 list this week. We tracked 38 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 225%, excuse me, 255%, with a high sale of $60 for a CGC 9.8 copy. You know what would be totally meta if John Claude Van Damme showed up as a time cop to chase the temporal criminal, right? Um, or like, uh, what's uh, because if you, you know, am I dating myself by time cop? Everybody remembers Van Damme and time cop, right? Uh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I am. You, I, I'm dating myself by agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that would be totally meta if they did the show and then all of a sudden uh, Van Damme shows up. He's like, I'm a time cop and you're a temporal a temporal criminal, so uh, I'm here to arrest you. And then he does the splits. But anyway, number three on the list is the Marjorie Finnegan temporal criminal number one from artists and writers and artisans. Wow, that's a oh, real quick. Uh, what was that other movie that Catherine Zeta Jones was in? Um, when she goes through the laser she, beams. Yes, that's the one with the uh, Sean Connery with Connery. Entrapment. Entrapment. Entra it was Entrapment. I do believe. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was like a, he was a, a a master burglar, and then she was a cop chasing him. But then she ended up being helping him. But yeah, Captain Zeta. Oof, I want to watch that now. Okay. I want to just watch, watch her. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what do we got for number two? All right, you knew it was going to be on the list. At number two, The Amazing Spider-Man, issue number one, The Salvador La Roca Hustle, Eminem, limited to 5,000 copies. Now, whether you're searching for the spotlight variant or the first print, these books have grown past the reach of many modern-day collectors. The iconic eight-mile scene was recreated with our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Now, while Eminem doesn't appear in the book, it's fun to imagine a quick-wit, smart-mouth like Spidey going toe-to-toe with the real Slim Shady. Now we tracked, are you ready for this? 98 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 122% with a high sale of $258 for a raw dog. So, JB, with 5,000 of these out there, don't you just, this is going to come down inevitably, right? It has been. to. There's so many copies. Wait, let me out let me there. look at the other one and see what the actual difference is between the two here. It, the background. Ah, uh, so one is just black and white background. Okay, I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. one fifth of the print run. Five thousand is a lot of books these days. This book will come down in price. You must be patient. Yeah. Shout out to Cal L for the five dollar super chat. Really appreciate you uh, for uh, donating to the cause, um, whatever the cause may be, uh, cause you may be. So we're right uh, there. Uh, don't go away though, boys and girls. You'll be uh, forwarded on to the Nero Nirvana show uh, right after this number one issue. And what do we have for a numero uno? A drum roll. Number one, what we have the, the first seven days. Number one. This is from Bad Idea in 2022. Bad Idea continues with their creative comic release campaigns. This particular issue was a secret release solicited under a fake publisher name and promoted through Diamond Distribution with fake information. Once again, another exclusive from Bad Ideas has sent collectors hunting for the elusive copy of this dystopian storyline. FOMO has taken over the market and given this book enough heat to take the top spot this week. We tracked 66 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 1,282% with a high sale of $130 for a raw copy. 
Okay. This, so basically, that means it was. So basically, it means it was a three dollar book. If it had a seven day trend of a thousand. Okay, but, but if they marketed this all secretly, how did the stores know what to buy? Or if they even bought it, why would they buy it? It makes no. It makes no sense. If you're, I'll if just you're say they're marketing yeah. it. I, I know some people uh, who know some people, so and let's just say Bad Idea does some interesting things. Here, here you uh, go. TJ Slab Dragon says it all right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there you, you know, it, they're, they're all they're all hype. Um, you know, so we shall see. I meant, uh, but I never heard of this. My favorite comment and one here it was a Muppet, a Muppet Abomination. <laughs> I was like, I can see that, but. Uh, but you know, that's the uh, what's his name? Uh, Dinesh from uh, Valiant is the one that you know has started a bad idea. Um, with um, I really can't say who uh, is uh, silent partners, although if you've watched shows in the past, I have, but uh, it's incredible. The things that, no comment, no comment, it's incredible. The yeah, things people tell crazy. me, I'm just saying, man. It's I mean, incredible. if you own the store, how would you even know to buy it? This thing's marketed under some crazy, shit you wouldn't have bought it. Hey man, we just report the news with salon quality hair, and uh, we just read what's given to us. Except for today, just got my hat on. So, uh, Laura, any last words for you? Bounce, guys. Make sure that you are following Bird City Comics on Instagram uh, or follow Mrs. Bird City. We kind of sometimes we share the same information. Also, stay tuned because up next, Near Nirvana is covering The Last of Us. So, if you are a fan, we are going to kind of deep dive into that. And yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. All right, JB, any last words? Uh, yeah, come back on Thursday because that's when we're going to bust out the Shakers list, and those books are crazy. Also, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do. I'm doing some special stuff over on a platform we're not going to talk about, but you might be interested in it. I'm just saying. Yeah, I read last week's Shaker. It was just me and and and, uh, and uh, Gabe, and I was like, oh, my God, these are wordy. I was like, I'm, I, was, I need some help. I was like, man. I think JB I back like, for the show. Yeah, my daughter sang in the choir. All right, Laura's going to be Laura's going to be on both Tuesdays and Thursdays in perpetuity. There you go. There you go. And, and, and JB and uh, Gabe and whoever else. Uh, so basically, uh, you know. if JB's there, I'm in. So. Oh well, there you go. Now JB, that all the pressure's on you, man. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see you Thursday for the cover price shakers of the week. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes and peace out.
also know that the Lord is Deal. I'm the best there is. In this, you shall know that the Lord is up What's in the box?